0: Today, we're gonna talk about Reese Witherspoon divorcing her second husband, Jim Toth. And we're gonna talk about how this, on many levels, is not a surprise at all. And we're gonna look at it kind of from a a red pill perspective from intersexual dynamics. All right, so let's talk about, so many of you, obviously everyone knows who Reese Witherspoon is, iconic American actress somehow won an Academy Award for Walk the Line. May and I talked about that in Most Egregious Best Actress Winners episode that we did together. And Almost Equally Egregious, she got nominated for her portrayal in Wild. Either way, she's most famous for Legally Blonde and Sweet Home Alabama and has become a successful producer. Her Hello Sunshine producing company has been involved in a lot of productions like Big Little Lies on HBO, which she started with Nicole Kidman, most recently Daisy Jones and the Six, a television show on Amazon Prime, which I talked about in a previous episode, and it's estimated to be worth $900 million. Witherspoon is reported to be worth $400 million, which is a testament to her gumption, her entrepreneur gumption, because like Angelina Jolie and Brad Pitt, who produced Plan B, their production company, which I believe during their divorce decree, he has sole control, if I'm not mistaken, but I could be wrong there. She was one of those actresses, and you see this more often than not now than than in the past. Like Jessica Alba has her honest company, the one that sells organic baby food and stuff like that. These actresses that either they or their handlers have foresight and tell them, hey, you're only gonna be relevant for so long, let's diversify branch out. Others do it through podcasting. You see, like, every celebrity, especially a comedian, has a podcast and other endeavors they do. But the smart and savvy ones, or at least the ones that have the kind of of the cachet in Hollywood, will make production companies or similar things where they can make a lot of money. So, Witherspoon was married to Ryan Philippe. They got together very early on when she was young. Many of you know she was a child star and... Kind of got her break in the late 90s. If you think of movies like Twilight, not not that Twilight, Another Twilight, and Cruel Intentions and Election and those movies, Fear with Mark Wahlberg. And she met Ryan Philippe on the set of Cruel Intentions, which is a spin-off, a ripoff of Dangerous Liaison which I talked about in Most Overrated or Most Egregious Best Actress winners when I was mad that Glenn Close didn't get the Academy Award for the 1989 movie version, which was also, there was another version called Valmont with Colin Firth and Annette Bening, which was not nearly as good. Either way, so they met on the set. Ryan Philippe is known, he was relevant in in the late 90s, early knots. I Know What You Did Last Summer and some other movies. They got together and Witherspoon in hindsight has said that they had a very kind of mercurial tumultuous relationship and I think it was largely fueled by Philippe thinking he needs to be method all the time you know he strikes me as a guy he's had some skirmishes with the law probably some drinking substance abuse issues they did have two children and kudos to Witherspoon I am pro-life I'll be openly about that and she got pregnant very young with her daughter Ava I think she was like 21 22 around that age and a lot of actresses even if they were married would think okay i'm at the, i'm at the precipice of blowing up in my career having a child right now would be the worst thing and she didn't do that so she had her child and they had a second child uh, as well and then the marriage imploded in the in the knots and later on she's reputed to have date Jake Gyllenhaal and allegedly Hall got all simpy lapdog and was was just too too emotive and women don't like overly emotive men and go do whatever you want they like the bad boy so this this is going to come back to when we talk about jim toth her her husband or her, her no longer husband or soon to be no longer a husband is that philippe she was drawn to philippe because philippe was and I, and I would think, like, Witherspoon probably early in her her life, her career was probably not riding the carousel of is. I think she was pretty much a good girl. And then she meets someone like Ryan Philippe, who clearly has charisma, young Philippe, And I think part of her was torn because she, she liked the kind of strong, masculine, troubled bad boy, but also saw the dark side of it. So then she gets to Gyllenhaal, Hall. it's not like super Hall. he's not blowing up yet like he is now, because now he's considered to be a reputable actor, we might do a retrospective on him, and uh, I mean, he that guy's better than a lot of women, so he was still not at that phase, and he just got too, I think, um, overboard with her, and so she dumped him, and then she met Jim Toth, and Jim Toth, if you don't know who he is, and you might not know because he's not an actor or anything like that, he was somebody who, so Jim Todd is a big, big wig. He, uh, he used to run the motion pictures department, if he doesn't, so at CAA. CAA is one of the biggest agencies in Hollywood, along with WME, William Morris Endeavor, and he was a big wig. And so when they met about 10 years ago, they met at a party. She liked the idea that he was not, quote, part of the industry, even though, I mean, he is part of the industry, but he's more the parasites, not necessarily the talent, so to speak. And anytime I think of agents, of course, I think of Ari Gold from Entourage. But Toth, good-looking guy, known to be pretty nice, nice guy, stable. And she used to talk about that's why. And the reason she liked him is because, again, it's the pendulum swinging. She was tired of... The mercurial Marlon Brando type, Ryan Philippe. She didn't really like this this simpy lapdog of Gyllenhaal. Probably didn't want to date talent. So she meets this guy. This guy's rock stable, solid, and also satisfies her need for hypergamy because he is a very well-known influential agent. So Toth proposes to her in less than a year. At this time, she's 36-ish or so. And she gets married. Now, from the repo perspective, men would know this, that dating a divorcee is dangerous. And now this is no offense to women listening to this, because I always say this: the same thing of men, dating, uh, marrying a, a divorced man. Because the divorce rate of second marriages hovers around 70%, 68 to 73%, depending which study you look at. But minimally, it's 68 to 73%. Some say 80%. let us take a break. I wanted to let you know about some of the other feeds here at the Ecleto Gregorio. The oldest one we have is... The Awakened Man, which mostly deals with holistic health, medical cover-ups, ways to biohack your life to ensure longer longevity, medical conspiracies, and naturopathic stuff. We also have, and that there's probably about 400, 500 episodes over there. We started that one back in 2017, 2016, I believe. We also have the Female Holistic Health Apothecary, which originally started as an essential oils feed and there's about a hundred episodes on essential oils, particular essential oils like rose and lavender and sandalwood and so forth. And then later I morphed it into more topics that are regarded for female health, female specific. We've had that feed also since 2016. And then lastly we have confessions of an obese child, which deals with my childhood obesity and trauma that came from it. So it's a great Feed for those who dealt with childhood trauma that led you to have addictions to alcohol or food. And I interviewed several people and what it was like to grow up overweight and all the difficulties of losing the weight and then keeping it off and trying to metamorphosize into a regular weighted person. So check out those feeds at the Eclecto Gregory on Apple or Spotify. So then they get married and they have a kid. And there was a funny scene uh, around this time where they get pulled over, Witherspoon's drinking, and she pulls the, do you know who I am? Do you know who I am? With the cop, which of course didn't fly well. And so what happened later was Witherspoon started getting very wealthy and started diversifying because her acting career was largely drying up as she was getting put to pasture, so to speak. But she was smart. She created the, the, the production company, and he went out and tried to create Quibi. He was one of the creators of Quibi. And Quibi kind of had a moment back in, in the pandemic time. It was kind of supposed to be like a, a place for short movies, short videos, shorts. And it just tanked. And there were reports at the time, two years ago, that this was a big stressor in their marriage. Sources say, so this big page six kind of sources say. But apparently they were able to get through it. But and recently they di- announced that they were divorcing. Now, if I had to guess... I would say that Reese initiated this. Why would I say that? Because statistically, women initiate divorce 70% of the time. When there's a divorce, 70% of the time it's the woman. And if either of them or both of them are college educated, 90% of the time it's the woman initiating. And I don't think Witherspoon is college educated. But if I had to guess, I think that she initiated this divorce. And why do I think they divorced? Well, first of all, it's Hollywood. Hollywood has a notoriously high divorce rate. Second, they've been together 10 years, familiarity breeds contempt, the longer you're with somebody, uh, the more likely just you know. at this time of no fault divorce and kind of the decline of Christianity where religious vows mean nothing. It's more of like the old view of well, It's not even the old view that the idea of marriage for romance for the pitter patter of the heart is a recent innovation really from the Victorian era. And it's not the centuries, if not millennial view of marriage being for the propagation, education of children. And and being in love was kind of like a bonus. Like you see that kind of played out on the TV show Bridgerton. It's kind of a bonus, but it was understood that you got married because that's what you did. But now it's all pitter-patter. And if I don't feel the pitter-patter, well, why not break up? So I think the bigger thing was just she was eclipsing him. She saw him as the quibby thing failing, because look, there, there's, an, there's a saying, women don't care how hard the struggle is to complete the marathon, they're just going to screw the first guy who crosses it. And this kind of goes to the idea of Brefoe's Law. If you're not familiar with Robert Buffo, he was a sociologist back in the 19th century, and he has some corollaries and some theories, and essentially that a woman's love is based on utility. So as long as you are doing something that provides utility to her, she will love you. And when she no longer when you're no longer providing that utility or somebody is providing it better or more, they will no longer love you. So believe it or not, believe it, but I think similar to the marriage of Chris Pratt and Anna Ferris, Anna Ferris is the Belong comedian Chris Pratt, clearly you know who he is. When they got together, he was just on Parks and Rec, kind of the schlubby comic relief. And her stock was high, right? She did House Bunny and some other movies. But then he got Jurassic, he got Guardians. And he started to eclipse her. And she's mentioned in the past, I think on our podcast, that that was a stressor in the relationship because not like a codependent relationship, each person has a certain role. And when somebody supplants that role, it does cause issues in a relationship. And she kind of always, oh, kind of like, and I see this really played out with Jim Krasinski, John Krasinski and Emily Blunt, where as she gets older, and she was the more famous one, and she's even joked, and he's joked about it, like he had essentially auditioned to be her husband. But as he is getting more fame, not only with acting, but directing, and as her career eventually is going to kind of wind down, I, I see that being a total stressor too. But I think here with Toth and Witherspoon, Toth is worth, I think, $10 million, but I mean, that's nothing compared to $400 million that Witherspoon is worth. And I think... You saw that growth largely during their marriage. So I think that was it. Also, I just think that Witherspoon probably isn't somebody that's easy to be married to. She strikes me as somebody who's kind of type A, somebody who lets her emotions control her, and probably isn't the nicest person. And you know, that's to say, you know, we just talked about the Gwyneth Paltrow skiing trial. You know, most of these people are not pleasant people. Let's be real. Like We project qualities we want them to have. No doubt I do this on Sexy Saturday when I talk about my celebrity crushes, but I'm under no illusion to think that these are nice people. They're only nice the way they portray themselves because we don't really know these people. But just picking up, reading the tea leaves, it strikes me that I don't think Witherspoon is that nice of a person. So I think it was she didn't respect him. They've admitted or sources have admitted that they have not been sexual for several years. And I think it's, it's the pendulum. She's with the Mercurial Philippe. Then she picks the nice guy because she thinks that's what she needs. She's admitted that he was a good stepdad, solid, stable. I think eventually she just got bored with the stable guy, right? Deep down, a lot of women like the bad boys. And they they decry the fact that there aren't a lot of masculine men out there because the only masculine men they can find are the bad boys, the sociopaths. And that there aren't a lot of like heroic, strong, virtuous, masculine men who aren't lap dogs. And I think she realized that ultimately that he was bland and boring. So divorce, not surprised. 70% of second marriages end in divorce. Throw in a lot more with Hollywood. And we'll see. I'm sure she'll date. If not marry somebody else and Toth will be fine. The dude is wealthy and prestigious. And you know he'll get a much younger woman. Probably one that's easier to control. And I feel bad for the kids as always. Because the kids are collateral damage in divorce. Guys, we'll post a poll over at the Cinema Rock Facebook group on Reese Witherspoon's divorce. I would love to hear from you. There's two links in the episode notes. Check them out. Until next time, take care. God bless and pray. Thanks for listening to the Cinema Rag. Please post an honest review on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your podcast. Check out the episode notes to visit our website and to make a donation. Lastly, follow the rag today. Until next time.